The Greenwood and Mulliner Show is sponsored by OneFootball. OneFootball is the app you all need to get the latest info on Newcastle United and the Premier League. Make sure you go and download OneFootball today. Newcastle Fans TV. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Greenwood and Mulliner Show. And we have got a Champions League winner on the podcast this week with myself and Sam. Jeremy, former Real Madrid, Chelsea and Newcastle United player, won the Premier League twice with Chelsea, won the Champions League twice with Real Madrid. But he just loved his time at Newcastle, didn't he, Sam? Yeah, very positive person is Jeremy. Has no time for negativity as uh, one of my questions was shut down, as you will come to hear. Um, in a nice way, though, he's, he's a lovely fella, Jeremy. Absolutely lovely. Um, came back recently to to the club for the first time um, since he left. For, for he was there for the Everton game, the three one win. Obviously remembered for the Trippier free kick and um, what a night that was. So he's got a lot of fun memories, a lot of um, a, a lot of good experiences in and around Newcastle, as you will uh, come to hear. He certainly does. And I think one thing that you can gather his experiences of Chelsea when they first been bought was mentioned a little bit in terms of how the similarities compare with Newcastle. And I think as well with Jeremy, he's got so many different experiences at so many different levels. Like he was at Middlesbrough before he came to Newcastle, but he was on loan at Middlesbrough as well. So he knew the Northeast before he got there, Sam. So that probably yeah. helped him in hindsight. Of course it did. Of course it did. I mean, if you if you come to play for Borough, where we, there's an argument for living in Newcastle anyway, isn't there? So... <laughs> He um he would have had a, a wealth of experience of the northeast, and he had a great spell at Borough. Let's not forget that he was really good. That that spell at Borough earned his move to to Chelsea, didn't it? So, and that move at Chelsea came at a time when they were starting to 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 win things, and they did win things with Jeremy in the squad, didn't they? Um, twice. So, yeah, he's um. He's got a lot of love still for for Newcastle and a lot of um, love and respect for all the other previous teams he's played for too, um, including Real Madrid. I mean, the, the names in that dressing room he would have shared alongside for Real Madrid. Why, why, why? Once-in-a-lifetime stuff. Raul, Figo. There's a couple. Beckham. Miguel Salgado. Redondo. Some unbelievable players. And then obviously you go to Chelsea, John Terry, Frank Lampard, Didier Drogba. Carla Cudicini. Yes. Lenny Pidgeley. <laughs> and then Newcastle, of course. He, he actually came to Newcastle where, when you look at the players that we brought in, on paper, the names, I think you would look at and go, well, Newcastle could actually get into the top half, maybe even contest for European football because there were some big, big names at that point in time. So. It's, it was always a thorny area, wasn't it, around that time? Because Ashley had just bought the club and Allardyce was in charge. He'd bought some good signings. He'd bought some not so good. Um, it was it was a tricky time, wasn't it? But let's not forget, we still had some very, very good players in that squad. And whilst the Ashley era was remembered 
99.9% negatively and rightly so. There were still the odd games that we discussed, particularly with Jeremy, that were that were still talked about now. Yeah, 100%, including that Sunderland game at St. James's. And yeah. He played a little part with a fantastic cross for Mike Lewin, who scored twice that day, Newcastle won 2-0. But it's, I, think, I think it was very interesting to get his uh, opinions on everything in regards to the future of Newcastle United as well, because he did meet Amir Dad in particular at the Everton game where Newcastle won by three goals to one. I think that's something that you need to listen very carefully on this podcast because there's some very, very good uh, advice, I would say, that Jeremy gave in this interview, wasn't it, Sam? Yeah. Um, it's such an experienced player of playing in big leagues, in big teams with big egos. So, yeah, it's, um, it was some real, real interesting stuff that um, you've got to look forward to. I don't. I feel like you've not got a lot to look forward to because I can hear a lot of screaming in the background. So your family's not very oh, well, are they? Sorry, sorry. No, since I came back from from Newcastle, um, there's a sickness bug going round um, Shay Mulliner, um, which I have yet to catch. But um, the two kids and the wife have very much caught it, so it, it's just absolute chaos. It's because you've got you've got that northeast air inside, you know. That's it. Made a stern of stuff. Now I've been to Blythe. <laughs> you certainly have. <laughs> um, last question, I think, I suppose, in this podcast with, uh, with Jeremy. More Newcastle United players are getting more of a welcome, shall we say, with our new owners. It's just fantastic to see, isn't it, Sam? Yeah, I am a lot of a uh, few of the previous guests we've had as well. And it's nice when you're in the stadium to look up and say, oh, there's Mick Quinn, there's Warren Barton. There's Killer Kill Klein. There's Stephen Taylor. You know, it's it's good to see. It's good to see. And it was missing for a long, 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 long time. So um, long may it continue. And obviously, Amanda and Murd are football people. Um, they, they so far they get it. They know. They know what we want, and it's just the little things, these little nuances that that make a world of difference to to how supporters feel. Yeah, that's all it's, what it's about, really. And like how supporters felt when Bruno Guimaraes scored that last-minute winner against Leicester. Right in that front was, of me. Right in front that, of me. And that just sums it all up, doesn't it? That's why we all love Newcastle United. That's why we all love football as well. But what a podcast that you've got to look forward to now. I think it's about time we get this show up and running. So this is the Greenwood and Mulner Show with Jeremy. The Greenwood and Mulliner Show on Newcastle Fans TV. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Greenwood and Mulliner Show here on Newcastle Fans TV. Myself and Sam are joined by a Champions League and Premier League winner and of course, played for Newcastle United between 2007 and 2010. It is of course, Jeremy. Welcome to the show, Jeremy. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation, guys. Happy to be here with you guys. Not a problem at all. Sam, I think this is our first ever Champions League winner on yeah. the podcast. So what an honour it is to have Jeremy on, isn't it, Sam? It is. It'd be nice if, you know, the Premier League winner, the Champions League winner would have happened at Newcastle one day. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, Jeremy, before you came to, to England with Middlesbrough, Chelsea, and then obviously with ourselves at Newcastle, you were a Galactico. <laughs> how was how was that, was that experience and, and playing in that squad with just... Some of them names are unbelievable. Well, uh, for every any player, 
it is a dream, you know, to play in these such of uh, big clubs and with uh, big uh, big players. So uh, for me, it was uh, it was a pleasure and uh, an honor also because uh, it was um, a, a success because of my my job, my a lot of. Uh, uh, a lot of job that I've been doing since I, uh, I was young, so I, I was proud to be there. I can imagine. I can imagine it must be it must be a huge honour to represent a club the size of Real Madrid. But talking more about the Newcastle side of things, you were at Chelsea for four years, Jeremy. Uh, were you ready to leave Chelsea? And were Newcastle your only option at the time? Yes, yes. Uh, when uh, I was in Chelsea and. Uh, uh, the last year I was not playing regularly, and then I decided uh, I decided to speak with the with the club, and we agreed that no, they're gonna leave me. And the option that the offer that I had was the best, the best, the best project was uh, Newcastle. That's why I decided to come there, and I, I've been playing in in England for many years, so I knew uh, the the city already, and also the club because I knew that uh, Newcastle have. Uh, a great stadium and some great fun because uh, if you remember i used to play in uh, in boro and uh, i knew already the atmosphere there in that stadium I mean, it's quite interesting because it was a it was a time where we just had um a new owner ourselves in mike ashley who obviously yes. it, it, it didn't go well for for him and now he's gone and and good riddance but did you ever have a meeting with him or did you ever have any experiences of of, of mike ashley and what did you make of the man no no i think i always i, I uh, unfortunately or fortunately i never have an opportunity to speak with mark ashley because he, he he used to have some you know representing him but uh, you know this is the way he was working but for me as long as I was uh, not complaining, I didn't complain any time, so I didn't have any any problems. So what was the problem to you know to, to, to what was the need to talk to him or to you know no no need everything was well organized, so there was not uh, any need to have a meeting with uh, Mark Ashley. But I I saw him many times when 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 we were playing, you know, in the in the in in the in the how do you call it? in the in the stadium? Yeah, it, it, it must. It's a fantastic stadium, St James's Park. It's quite unique. It's a, it's, on the, it's we call it the cathedral on the hill. It's the heart of the city centre. How yes. did you enjoy playing in front of the Newcastle United fans, Jeremy? Because it is. It, I think every club will say their fan base is very unique to themselves. But how did you find it? Honestly, I really enjoyed that and really enjoyed that because. Nothing is special when you are playing and doing well, and people are happy. And in, in Newcastle, it is uh, I all, even today I still follow follow uh, this club because when the people are passionate, you know this is uh, the, the passion of the their, their clubs. Even when things are not going well, so uh, it is a bit pity because uh, they they used to be. Long time ago, they used to be very big clubs, and then now the last few years they didn't have this opportunity to come back. But now I think with the new owner, with the new uh, people who will manage the club, I think 
Newcastle will be the city to go and watch because uh, the crowd there is magnificent. You obviously experienced that very recently on your return. Um, yes. You were at the Everton game, the three-one win, the last-minute yeah. uh, Kieran Trippier free kick, which was yes. oh yes, please. Um, as a man who uh, likes a free kick himself, um, <laughs> how was uh, how was it going back? And could you could you sense the place had completely changed from from when you'd left originally? No, no, it was uh, for me. It was it was the same because I, I, I on my time there, I, I knew that I, I, I mean, I, I saw that. So the people was all always excited like usual. When they, especially when they scores and also after the games, this is the, what I always like because when when Newcastle going to play, you see all the city with uh, white and black. Which is impressive, which is impressive, you know. So it's that's what I said. I always regret, you know, to be to do not play because uh, do, do, because when you are play, when you are a footballer, and when you you realize good things, you see the happiness of people. It's just amazing. This is uh, very good. Did you get the chance to speak to Amanda and Mia, Dad? And if if you and when, and when you if you did have that opportunity, yeah, what yeah, were they yeah. You, what were they telling you about uh, when you when you're speaking about Newcastle? Well, uh, when I I when I, on the day of the match against uh, Everton after the match, I think I went to the launch the the launch of uh, Medad and he invited me there. It was a pleasure to to meet him. He told me the ambition of the clubs. And he really welcomed me because he said uh, we they, they had a project to bring back the the, the legend of the uh, of uh, Newcastle. It was for me. I said, "Oh well, it is a very good good project, and I will be happy to be part of that if uh, I, if they want me to be part of that because uh, uh, Newcastle it is it is one of the big clubs in England." Did you get a sense of just how ambitious they are as owners? And yeah, the, yeah, the... they are really they, they, they are really ambitious. Um, but uh, on that times, to be honest, they were fighting to do not go down. Yeah. So you could not see that ambition yet. The 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 what was coming in their mind was the, just to try to come out of this situation. That was the first goal, I think, on that times. But now, when you look at the things, I think the way that things is going, I think now they can be now taking the time to project, to see, you know, to see, uh, to have a project of the future of the club, the ambition. Because uh, for, uh, mathematically, of course, they, they are not still uh, in, they, they are not yet uh, in, in the premiership, but... Uh, I think it's possible now. Uh, now they will start to think about uh, the, the, the ambition of the next year. You were talking when, when you say you were talking to me Dad, about getting former players back into the football club. What exactly do they want? Do they want them to be more uh, amb ambassadorial roles? Are they coaching roles? Yeah. What sort of roles were they thinking? Yeah, yeah, you just say it uh, because uh, when you look at all the big clubs, uh, these uh, big names or uh, legends, they always uh, they always they are always representative, and uh, they they 
they, they you know they can because the newcastle is not is not just a club for newcastle you know they have fans everywhere in the world and i think now i mean this is what i i, I cross my finger because once they will start to bring big names big players in that club newcastle will not just belong to the newcastle they will have fans everywhere in the world because of those players that they will bring in so that's why it is important to have those uh, ambassador to represent uh, the newcastle out of the, the out of england that is important that is the role that usually uh, uh, legend Plains. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it is important. It's also nice to see the former players come back and and see them in the stands and watch a game. It's good. It's what it was. It was what was missing for for a long, long time um, under the Mike Ashley um, era, which obviously hit the lowest of the lows. I think we're safe now after that Leicester win um, on on Sunday. So, but obviously, when you were there, we weren't safe. Can you remember just how low you felt? Because obviously that season we went down. How many managers did you play under? Four, I think it was. This is kind of things that you, as a footballer, you just you don't want to uh, to remember because uh, <laughs> you just you just want to forget about it because every every person or every uh, human being doesn't want to be in that kind of situation i'm not talking just in football but in in life in in life in general because usually when you love some things when you are passionate of some things and you just want to have success success when things doesn't go well you don't want to remember it you just want to forget it close it and oh forget and of course this is this is what i try to do i just remember the good things you just mentioned when i was there last time i was you know when people was coming to me and you know taking photo picture and autograph you know i i was you know some things you cannot explain you are just happy to do that don't worry we'll not talk about any more negativity it's all yeah yeah we want to forget about it as well to be honest it was horrendous (laughs) (laughs) one one thing i would like to talk about if if you if you don't mind jeremy is uh, under the kevin keegan reign he managed to get a bit of a tune getting out as I was some of the players. I always remember the three players up front, Viduka, Michael and Femi Martins, and he had certain roles for them and the midfielders, etc. And one game in particular where it just worked a treat was the Newcastle versus Sunderland derby match. And that is a very, very important football match for Newcastle yeah. fans. I'm sure you can remember very well, Jeremy, that your cross in the first couple of minutes, fantastic cross for Michael Owen and Newcastle go one the love. What can yeah. you remember from that day and that, positive day when Newcastle managed to beat the local rivals you know uh, what is interesting uh, usually uh, on that kind of game this is the game of the season for sure everywhere when there's a lot of derby everywhere in the in the league and for Newcastle it is against uh, uh, of course the rival uh, Sunderland and when you are a player you're going to play this match even the preparation of this match, it is special because before before the match, the fans, everybody is talking about that. So when you walk on the street or you go to the shop or somewhere, the fans would see you and say, hey, we, you need to win that match. This is the match of the year. So you are obliged 
not because not even with expecting the uh, the motivation of the, the the manager or the player no just because of those fans or those people around your area because when you leave obviously i said i was living in newcastle all around me was it was newcastle fans coming out of my house they, you will see newcastle hey you have to win that match you have to win that match so <laughs> that was the motivation so from from that week i mean from the if from monday till saturday you will see people just talking about that match so you don't when you reach on saturday you don't wait the manager to say to give you the motivation no you just want to play to make these people around your house first because <laughs> all of them you know all of them you know they are newcastle fans if you win that you will not I don't think you will come back to your house because or you will you will always hide in. So for you, for yourself, it is important to win that so that you can walk easily in the on the street or <laughs> your neighbor talk to your neighbor because this is the match of the this is the match of the year. So when you win that, it is you are just happy, happy for yourself and also happy for the fans. With a game like that, did 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 you or maybe some of the other players in the dressing room feel a bit more extra pressure for that game, or was it just one that you'd embrace and just no. look forward to? No, for sure, for sure, this is the game of the year. No matter where where you 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 the position, the situation, you have to win that match. And this is for footballers, kind of match that you want to play, because you know that at the end, if you win, you will be the god. You will be the one that everybody want to, you know, everybody want to see, want to check, want to take the picture. I bet it was a good night after that win. Did you? Was there any stories? Was there, did you, did there, were, were drinks flowing? Shall of we course, say? of course. When after that match, of course, you have to go out to enjoy with people. You know, that is the very time, the good times. You know, because you have given the joyness to the people, so you go and share with them. So, of course. There's no way. You go first to the restaurant and then after, of course, you go to club a bit because people are happy on that. <laughs> <laughs> is there is there a better place in the world than Newcastle after a game like that? Because obviously London's a bit more frantic than Newcastle. How, how did you find the city? Totally different. Totally different. That's why I was saying to you, uh, Newcastle, the day of the match, uh, the day of the match, you will see everybody with black and white everybody everywhere you know you came from from the, from one area far you will see people with black and white different than london because you will just see people with blue for example in the chelsea area but if you came from another site you will not see people with a blue shirt but in newcastle from everywhere you come from you will see people with the black and white. After the games, the same. Especially, even when we, we especially when we win the match, you will see the all every area in the restaurant, in the pub, full of black and white. And this is amazing. I have to talk about one of your first goals for Newcastle. It was the game at Tottenham. And I'm sure as a former Chelsea man, I'm sure it was fantastic scoring at White Hart Lane. Uh, with that fantastic free kick. It was an absolutely memorable afternoon <laughs> in, in North London. A 4-1 win away from home. A Jeremy free kick. Does life get much better than that? 
It was uh, well, you know, when you are a footballer, for sure, uh, you always remember. Uh, I told you, you always remember the good times, and then you know, for us uh, going beating uh, Tottenham away games, it was uh, uh, some things. You know, it was it was a very good achievement. So we were happy, happy to do that. This is. Uh, when after the match, you know, everything became easier. You know, you don't feel the trip uh, long. You don't, you eat well, you know, because when you go and lose the match, everything you don't like, you, you know, everything will be boring, you know, because of the, the mood, the mood will be very down. But uh, when you go especially away, win that kind of game against the, the big club like that, you, are, it, you, 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 you will have a very good uh, times after the games. What a day that was, and what a free kick! Did you, did you were you one for practicing your free kicks a lot on the training ground, or was it one that you just sort of comes naturally to? Well, well uh, of course, uh, to 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 reach on that level, it is a lot of practice to be especially for uh, free kick. Uh, it is a lot of practice. This is uh, also an opportunity for me to you know to to send a message for the young players. You know, you have to practice all the times. If you have some quality on some things, it's not enough. You continue to practice, practice. So I was practice all the time that uh, on trend, so that uh, to you know to always perfect my you know my my kick, my free kick. So it is uh, the, the 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 consequences the of uh, practice. I can just imagine Kieran Trippier's free kick against Everton and just in the back of his mind, just think Jeremy, just think Jeremy, just make sure you get a little bit of that wall <laughs> and in the, back of the, in the back of the net anyway. Um, talking about Newcastle current day, we're going to come back to that. Yes. Bruno Gamirez, he is the talk of the tune at the minute. He really, really is. He seems to be flying everywhere, going this chance of Bruno and the, the Leicester game in particular, Jeremy. Two goals. One right at the very, very end. There were some fantastic scenes around the ground at St. James's. From what you've seen of him, Bruno Gamirez, what what do you make of him, and where do you where do you think his best position is in that midfield? Because I think Newcastle fans have only seen obviously have only seen glimpses. I don't think they're not too sure yet. What what's what's your opinion on the matter? Well, uh, I mean, when uh, you know the fans and the manager is totally different. You know, for the fans, of course, you just mentioned fans. Fans are just there to, you know, they are not the specialists of football. So, usually that is the confusion. Usually the fans, they, they want to see a player somewhere. Some the, Everyone have his own opinion. But the most important, it is the manager. It is the manager who have to decide because he is a specialist. He's a professional on that. He's the one that to say, okay, I prefer you to play uh, a bit forward, a bit down, a bit because of the quality and also because what he have put in place. So for me, I, when you look at the uh, when you look at him, it is uh, he's more offensive and I and he scored last match because he do, because of his quality. For me, I would play more offensive. Yeah, I, he can just do it all. It seems. I just exactly. and also it's depend. It's depend of the role and also the opponent on that day. Because sometimes you maybe the manager will give him another role, you know, yeah. and because because maybe they play away games, but at home, you know, the manager will give him another uh, another role because we play at home. We have to win 
you know, this is depend of the manager. And the player now, if the player have ability to do that, that's good for the clubs. For Absolutely. The um, speaking of the manager, um, Eddie Howes came in. Um, he was yes. Amanda Murdad's um, choice. He, yes. as you said, when you when you when you met and speaking to Murdad, they were very focused on getting us out of the mess. Eddie Howe seems to have done that now. What do you make of the job he's done? He's, he, I mean, let's face it, he's been brilliant, hasn't he? For sure, he's doing very, he's doing very good. You know, we were all anxious, we were all preoccupied for the situation where, on that times, now, I think uh, people are now a bit confident that Newcastle will stay up. So if Newcastle stay up, it is because of him. You understand? We have to recognize that. So let's uh, cross our finger that uh, Newcastle will stay up, uh, like you said. You said, okay, <laughs> uh, the last win for sure, definitely they will stay. Okay, mathematically, it's not yet done. Because most of the times, it is 40, 40 points, 41 points that yeah. make you safe. Now, let's do it first because uh, uh, there's still many matches to go and many possibilities. After, if he make it, he will be, I think we have to congratulate him because the, the situation where Newcastle were facing is now totally different. If, if, I'll say a big if, say if Newcastle do stay up, I'll, be, I'll, I'll sit on the fence on this one with you, Jeremy. We're staying uh, up. What do, you, <laughs> what do you think the short-term ambition should be for Newcastle? Do you think they should try to get into the top 10 next season or maybe focus on an FA or a League Cup? How, how, would, you, how would you do it? I know, you, I know you're laughing. I know you're laughing. You must think I'm bonkers. But how do you think Newcastle have got to approach it in the short term? Listen, I will answer you like a manager. If I am a manager or a, a, a clubs, you know, they give me the role to, be, to play. The first things will depend on the budget. This is any club. Any club depend on the budget. Your ambition will depend on the budget. If now they said this is the amount that you have, from that budget, you will say, okay, I will play some first roles. Right? If the, I mean, every everything will depend on the budget. But now, for a club with my experience, I know that a club to start to play first roles will depend on the players that they will bring in. And then, even to be in the first role, to play the, to play the first role, it will depend the times that the player will gel together. Because it doesn't, it's not because you have brought some big names that they will just be the, 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 the they will just be the, 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 on top of the league at the end of the season. No. They need times to gel. Now it will depend on that and also depend on the manager, depend on the players. He can take few times or he can take some times. So I think with the project now Newcastle have, for sure, and the, what I heard is that they want to make Newcastle one of the biggest clubs in the world. He will take, at a, he will take some times, for sure. For sure, he will take some times. 
because of the new play, the new coming player, the times to take to gel together. But I cannot say it will take one, two, three years. Again, I will not say I don't know that yet. But it will always depend of how the player they, they will gel together. I mean, after the few years previous that we've had, I think we're more than patient enough to to wait more than one, two, three, four, five years. It's just exciting. It's just it's it's <laughs> gonna be, it's just gonna be nice to watch this journey that we're on. That we know we're on the right path again. Yeah, I hope. I wish. This is my wish because because of uh, the fans of Newcastle. They deserve that. They deserve to be back to be back in the to fight with the big clubs in 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 uh, in. Um, in uh, in in England, but uh, um, again, it will depend of the manager, of the clubs, and also the player that they will bring in. If the manager can manage the clubs, the players very well, I think because usually big players, it's so easier to gel together, and for the role of the manager will be very important. It what. The manager can do on that times because I used to play in big clubs. A manager who have who can manage the dressing rooms will always success easily because the biggest problem that a manager can face it is the ego of the big players. Once you manage to bring them together. You manage to control the ego of those big players, you will see the, the success very quick. So I was going to ask. Oh, sorry, go on, Jeremy. Sorry, I'll, I'll so it is important that once they will sign, for sure they will sign big players. The role of the manager is just to control the dressing room, to make them be friendly quickly. This is the most important. Once you do that, for sure. You will success. I had that experience in Chelsea in Real Madrid. So, because the manager can he, he manage to control the dressing rooms, then the result came easily. How did a Jose Mourinho, Jeremy, control the dressing, control those big players? And if say say next time you come to Newcastle, you meet an Eddie Howe in the summer, and they may be trying to attract those big players. What was the likes of Jose Mourinho doing to make sure that everybody was on the same page and that you all were looking to get to that, get the trophies, get the get the wins on the ball? Because it, it, it seems a very, very difficult job for a manager to do is to control those egos. Well, with now I can say, I can say because I have experience of that. Easy, easy, because you have to you have to take players differently. People are so different. I have my own. I have my own, own uh, my own egos. Uh, Droba have his own egos. John Terry have his own egos. John Terry have his own habit, everything. As long that the manager knows the players, knows the person, then you you know how you know how to control him. Let's say, for example, you take a striker, for example, um, uh, DJ Droba. If DJ Droba, he needs to train every day to be in good performance to to realize some good performances he will force you to do that if frank lapa needs some rest 
to be uh, pe to perform on Saturday, he will give you a day of rest. This is the management of the, the group of players. You don't manage them in the same in the same way that you manage. You cannot manage a group of people the same. There's a lot of differences. As long that you know that, you you will success. This is what this is what Jose used to do. You know, I mean, big manager. It is like uh, not forget about the, 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 the forget about the, the football. Let's go in one society, one uh, office. You know, people are different. You have to take them differently. For example, you came in the oh, your office like that. You see one of your one of your employer is in the good is in a bad mood. Maybe he didn't sleep well. Okay, you as a manager, you as the boss, you say, okay, let go and rest, go and have some rest. But when you come tomorrow, I want you to be happy, focused to do your jobs. This is type of management that you can do. So be, I'm saying that because I've I had those experience. So for me, it will be easier to you know to 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 practice that to you know. So this is I mean, this is what Newcastle will need to do. I mean, the new boss, the new manager. I mean, if or the manager of that on that times. Yeah, it's certainly going to be an exciting and very interesting future with with transfers and and big players, big egos. But um, you you mentioned a name there, one of your um, former Chelsea teammates, Frank Lampard. Did you ever think he was going to go into management? And he's obviously he's got a very very tough job at the moment, trying to keep Everton up. Because whilst I think we're safe now. They're not. <laughs> They're still very much in a battle. Do, do you, did you ever think that he'd be uh, going into management? Yeah, when um, when I when I was playing with Frank, you could see that he had this capacity, this ability. You know, because uh, you can see that on the field. You know, you when you see a player you, who can after become a, a manager, the way he played, the way he talks. The leadership, you know, you can see that. And Frank is type of the person that you can, when I was playing with him, is the type of the player that he can go in the world with him because we, you will go, you will fight together. And I think when you look at this kind of kind of habit, he can he has just to as the manager just have to transfer that to the players. This is the that is this is the very good point that to be a manager, to transfer those ability, those capacity to the young generation. And this is, I think this is what he's trying to do. Yeah, I think it'll be very, very fascinating to see what happens with, uh, with Frank at Everton and see if he can keep them up. I think they've got a three-point cushion of the Burnley at the minute. So it's very, very close between that and the relegation uh, battle at the minute. But just come back finally on the uh, last couple of questions on yeah, Newcastle. Where do you see the club? in the next five years, Jeremy? Do you think in five years' time, Newcastle... I, I, I have to ask these questions because Newcastle fans <laughs> want to know, Jeremy. They want your opinion on where they think they will be in five years' time, especially with your experience in Listen, football clubs. Again, my wish is to, to see some big fixtures in Newcastle. I, when, I, I, when, I, when I was playing, I, when I just quit my hang out my boot... I, I was talking to some of the players. They were asking me, "How how is Newcastle? How is it? I, I was always saying, amazing, amazing. So 
they say, they say how 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 do you say that they say the fans just just amazing there because they love their clubs so that's why i will be happy to come and see an example real madrid newcastle in uh, at st james Park. you know barcelona uh, against newcastle at st james Park. i will be there i will be on the crowd for sure i will come to see watch that so this is what i will i'm just waiting for that because and to be there you know there's a way there's a long way to go to get there winning uh, be part of the you know the champions in england and then starting to play champions league this is the, will be the lovely the the best wish i i will give to the fans because they deserve to see these kind of pictures oh, i'd love european nights back at back at st james <laughs> they're, they're they're just the best but saying that jeremy if we, we ever played real madrid at st james's park who would be who would you be supporting <laughs> With two former teams of yours. Who would who who would you be? What shirt would you be wearing underneath the suit? Usually, it happened to me. Usually, when you, because uh, uh, usually when I, for example, last two weeks or last week, champion uh, Champions League match, Chelsea versus um, uh, Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, people ask me honestly. I did. I don't. I'm not the type of person to split on my own plate. You know, uh, I respect where I used to play. You know, but uh, I will be if Newcastle play uh, against uh, Real Madrid in Newcastle. I will be in the crowd. I will be in the in, in, in on the stadium. This is my best. I will for sure. I would love to be there. I will. I will be there for sure. So now I would just say uh, the best win because uh, it is like that. So, but the, my my go my big gift will be there to see that game on the crowd. See, you'd be sat next to Murdad watching the Real Madrid players go sign him, sign him, sign him. <laughs> <laughs> it, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm not playing that role. You know. You know. Let them they will do what they, I will. I will see. I will see what the, for sure. But if, um, if of course the 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 one my opinion or the want me, to, I will give my opinion. I will give because of I think I have capacity, I have ability with my experience now. I can say okay, this 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 for sure for sure. I will, I have that possibility that capacity now to do that. I could just imagine you sitting next to me, Dad, going, that's Karim Benzema. He's very, very good. Sign him now. That's Luka Modric. You know how Newcastle didn't sign him? You should have signed him. He needs to come in back now. But it'll be interesting to see what happens. But just finally, Jeremy, I have to ask, what was your favourite moment at Newcastle? Oh, good question. The, the, you know, favourite moment, there's, there were a lot of favourite moments. Mm, what I will say, I always love. It is after the match, after the match, especially after the the win, the victory. After the match, uh, when uh, you win in Newcastle, it is very good to go out, to go to. The <laughs> 
Of course. This is my favorite moment because the victory, we had a lot of victory on the, you know, I've been playing, when you look at my career, I'll have a lot of victory with Newcastle. I will not say this much, this much, no. I will just say, you ask me the favorite moment, I'm telling you the favorite moment. My favorite moment is to go after the match out. And I remember what is important and favorite because sometimes you go to the restaurant, people invite you. Can you believe that? Because they were just happy. They say, no, 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 Jeremy, I pay for your bill because of the victory of today. You know? Uh, and you were just confused. She said, no, 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 no. If the donor they say, no, 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 Jeremy, you make me happy today, I invite you. That is so special. That's why, that's why I said it is my favorite moment. Do you remember where your favorite places in the city to go after a game was? Of course, I remember. But um, I, <laughs> the restaurant, <laughs> yes. But uh, there the some places I will not. <laughs> Let's keep professional. Let's keep professional. <laughs> You'll have to tell us when we're finished. Tell us when we're finished. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Jeremy, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the Green and Norman show today and talking all things Newcastle. And I do hope Real Madrid versus Newcastle is certainly on the horizon in the next five years. That would be absolutely spectacular. Let's cross fingers. Let's cross fingers. But I think with the, the ambition that the new owner have, it will happen. And it is it is it's gonna be special. And I wish it's happened. And I will be the first one of the best, first person to be in the crowd to just be there to see this kind of uh, fixtures. Fantastic. So where can everybody listen to this podcast? Uh, links in the description. Every podcast outlet, just search uh, Greenwood and Mullins Show on Newcastle Fans TV and uh, hit that five-star review as well. Fantastic stuff. For myself, Jonathan Green and Sal Mulner and the former Champions League, Premier League and Newcastle Fantastico. I think, is that, is that a Spanish a fantastic footballer? I'm going with it. Jeremy, <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure. We'll see you all very soon. Newcastle Fans TV.